my approach to banking is very relationship-based. I want to get to know my customers. I want to take care of them. Because when it comes to businesses, they don't have the time to be waiting on a 30-minute hold to resolve an issue. I give out my cell phone number. They can text me. They can call me. I have answered calls when I'm home cooking dinner. It's important for them. We will help them any possible way we can. Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast presented by Generations Bank. I'm Luke Hannon. I'm Max Harrell. Tara. Yes. It's great to have you. Thank you for having me. We're excited to get to talk to you today and learn about all of the wonderful things you do at Generations Bank, who you are, and, you know, kind of what your story looks like. So if you'll just kind of start off by just kind of telling us, you know, maybe a quick little background on Tara and... Sure. So been in banking 20 plus years. Okay. So... Moved here to Northwest Arkansas 10 years ago. So I was um, in Pennsylvania, graduated from college, started in banking right out of college. So I was in a business uh, management and marketing. So that's what I have my degree in, but never had gone done any of that and just um, stayed with banking. Graduating, I've been um, from Teller. I have worked multiple different positions within the bank, starting as a part-time teller, then full-time being an operations um, supervisor, managing the branch audits, (laughs) have done pretty much everything from auditing um, different branches, kind of seeing, overseeing that process. After that, I did consumer lending. I was a financial service representative, so new account opening. So anything you can think of in the bank, I have done it other than commercial lending. You're not missing anything. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is the one area I have not explored (laughs) and I'm not planning on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... I had a great opportunity when I came to Northwest Arkansas to kind of learn about treasury management at my previous bank I worked for. So so you are in treasury management currently, right? Yes. And so um, can you just kind of tell us what your position is now? Mm -hmm. I am the treasury management specialist. So I managed our treasury department here at Generations Bank. I oversee, I pretty much sales, um, going on business calls with lenders and um, anybody that wants to go visit a business customer. So I directly work with the businesses um, here at the bank. Um, And then I also oversee the department, like the audit side of a different projects, any improvements we need with our digital banking platform, um, problem solving, if customers are having issues with any of the online banking side of things, um, kind of manage that side of it. Well, thank you for your service. We all <laughs> need to uh, embrace the digital uh, you know, aspects of banking, that's yes. for sure. So you are a huge help to our team, and uh, we're grateful to, to have you and uh, partner with you to help our customers ultimately. Yes. So, so you help all of the customers in the bank with treasury management. Pretty much on the business side of it, I am over all 11 branches, all the customers, and then I do have a, a, a co-work team member that's in South Arkansas that helps me. 
That's a lot of responsibility. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a couple customers, yes. I'd say. So mm-hmm. when I first heard the words treasury management coming from a non-banking background, I was a little confused <laughs> by what all fell under that umbrella. So what are some of the services that treasury management offers that ultimately helps our business customers, you know, sleep at night? <laughs> or how do you um, help them? Treasury management, it's been around forever in the banks. Um, so it used, people call it cash management, but it became important when COVID, everything was shut down. So treasury management services, products were brought to light in banking for businesses. So that's when the treasury management became so important for businesses to kind of get into, to manage their um, daily cash flow see liquidity, financial risks that they needed to manage. So that's when kind of treasury management was part of the business. Their designed kind of treasury management um, services are designed to um, improve operational efficiencies in the business, um, just do overall financial um, health of the business. So that's what kind of um, treasury management does. <laughs> so if you were to break this down and simplify it as much as possible uh, to somebody who's never never heard of treasury <laughs> management at all, cash management, treasury management, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what what offers and services you can provide to a business customer, what, how, how would you best simplify that? So with cash management, it kind of helps them, okay, how are they um, utilizing the pay- payables and receivable of their day-to-day business. It's more of their how they handle their daily cash, how they are operating. Um, so we have services available that can help them. So you want to go ahead, do, um, let's think about payables. How are they sending payments? Do you want to have a more control of who you're paying with our um, cash management solutions, ACHs? being able to transmit payments um, electronically to your vendors, paying direct deposit to your employees. Um, So, and also with the remote capture, with the receivable side of it, is that how are you receiving your payments, income coming in? Um, If your business that still receives checks in the mail, like we have a service that can help them where they don't have to go to the bank to deposit that check. We will provide that, um, it's called a remote deposit capture where the employees of the business don't have to go to the bank to make a deposit. They can scan those checks and they can be available in their account the same business day. So a lot of what you're doing is creating operational efficiencies for these businesses. correct. Right, and so um, obviously uh, that would be very attractive for many business owners um, specifically smaller business owners who yes. don't have a large or robust team Correct. that they can rely on. Correct. Um, or maybe even an in-house CFO. Yes. Um, or an exactly. in-house accountant or any of that kind of stuff. And exactly. so banks and Generations Bank have provided an opportunity to kind of step in and, and help through that process. Exactly. So what kind of customer would you say that, that this type of service would directly apply to? I mean, really, it can apply to any business. It can apply to corporations, um, small to mid-sized businesses. Like you mentioned that um, they don't have a designated team that manages their treasury management. They would have to rely on 
outside third parties to manage that for them. And where a lot of the businesses don't know, banks do provide that service. So this is why we have to really talk about treasury management to help them, assist them with that, where they don't have to go have to go to a third party vendors to get these services. Is that do you feel like the awareness that banks can help in this way is diminished because there are other services out there like third parties that might be a little less personal, you know, yes. a little uh more marketing mm-hmm. dollars on commercials or whatever it might be. Correct. What do you think that's that's what attributes to that? It definitely does. I mean, honestly, with a um, lot of the just our bank to be aware we have these services, our team members need to be aware and mentioning these services to their business, your business customers. It is very important. If we, we don't mention it, like those third-party companies going to be there knocking on their door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one of the things I did before I got into banking was merchant services, yeah. which is another... Which, Correct. Yeah, uh, avenue that Mm -hmm. treasury management helps with. To break that down, if you don't know what merchant (laughs) services is, if you are a restaurant, if you are taking any kind of credit card payment, uh, you have your credit card terminal. And so that's what I was doing. I didn't love it. I'll be honest. It was a little tough for for old Lukey. Um, so but you were trying to sell through COVID, right? When yeah. You, when you definitely couldn't. Door to door. Yeah, door to door through COVID. Days. 22 years old. <laughs> yeah. No idea. No um, clear instructions, right? Yeah. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no clear instructions. But I, uh, yeah, it was tough. But, um, you know, whether it was that or now as a banker with our own uh, treasury management services, um, like merchant services, um, one of the things that really got at me was there are a bunch of big competitors out there mm-hmm. who do, uh, you know, third-party services like Square or some of these other mm-hmm. larger ones. Um, and they can be very frustrating because you go to, um, you know, if you need help, you're either chatting with an AI bot online yes. or whatever it might yes. be. And so um, I think that's some of the real value that you bring and you and your team um, is all these services do you give out your cell phone number? Maybe not, but you're, I, you've got everybody has Tara's cell phone office number, number or office cell, cell phone number. number. I'm not going to put um, it out there, but my, honestly, Luke, my approach to banking when it comes to banking is very relationship based. I want to get to know my customers. I want to take care of them, and I do take um, pride in what I do. So I want to make sure customers are taken care of because when it comes to businesses, they don't have the time to be waiting on a 30-minute hold to resolve an issue. So this is where it sets community bank as Generations Bank sets apart is we're available for our customers. I give out my cell phone number. They can text me. They can call me. I have answered calls when I'm home cooking dinner. Because I, it's important for them because that they have a business. They might j- have a time available at a certain time of the day when they're trying to submit an ACH file. Yeah. So they, got, they have people that they want to pay. So we will help them any possible way we can. Yeah. So, you know, obviously this is all encompassing and very comprehensive for a community bank uh, to be able to provide a holistic suite of services and treasury management is a big key to that cog, right? You can you, that's that's um, if you've got the hub and spoke type, 
you know, uh, concept there. That's a large one of the spokes that kind of comes out. So uh, you've been with Generations Bank now. Two and a half two years. Two and a half years. I was going to say three. All right. <laughs> 20. 21. June. Okay, I was October. Mm-hmm. You started right after me. That's right. <laughs> so you mentioned COVID as a, as a major catalyst for mm-hmm. uh, an increased uh, desire for treasury management, cash management services. How have you seen it um, continue to develop over the two and a half years you've been at Generations Bank? Um, I have to say when I started at Generations Bank, it was really the beginning of this treasury management process. So coming here, I have to say we had to, one thing I have to give it to Generation, they are very open to an idea. Like if you had some kind of product that you wanted to bring on, you wanted to share your idea, it's really, they listened, they took care of it. They're like, okay, this is important. We got to do this for our customers. I have to say we have the best um, treasury management services that available here that a full large bank would have available. And we also, because we partner with third-party vendors to provide some of the solutions that for a business would need, that has come a long way also. Yeah, and you're referring to some of those things that even Luke yes. mentioned, like Square, QuickBooks, yes. some of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you can integrate with exactly. fairly seamlessly. Yes. Right. So we have partnered with like Bankcard, that is our merchant services, and we do FinSync. It's our bookkeeping software that we partnered with, which does your payroll, um, your taxes, your expense management. Um, we have partnered with um, FinSync to provide that to our businesses. Great. So the world has revolved around the movement of money for eons. Is that a little dramatic? I think it's fantastic. (laughs) I'm kind of scared to see where you're going next. Your job is to help with the movement of money and to make that easier for our customers. Over the next five to ten years, how do you see the movement of money changing? That's a curveball. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say yes. Every, I guess right now, what's the most efficient way to move money? An ACH? Yes, and same day, instant payments already in place, um, meaning it's going to, we're not never going to see money. It's all going to be a digital currency. It's going to become that. Um, we will need um, the technologies, definitely. It's going to be... I mean, I've been in banking very long time, so I have seen it where <laughs> paper checks um, had gone away, like slowly. I mean, there's still parts of uh, um, the business people still use paper checks. Yeah. Then there's comes um, fraud side of things. Like yeah. we're going to have to really look at the um, what do we have in place to mitigate the risk of fraud because even in the digital um, world, when there's so much fraud happens on daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a that's a really good point. And you mentioned some of these uh, larger third-party operators, mm-hmm. um, cash management operators that may be difficult to get a hold of, mm-hmm. or just the fact is they're not federally regulated. Mm-hmm. Um uh, that can be that can be a cumbersome and scary process if if fraud. Um, is introduced. Mm-hmm. And so I would assume there's a safety net to a degree yes. with a bank 
um, to be able to have a quicker conversation and try to attack that fraud at the same time. And we offer some products, right, that that are able to kind of combat that. Yes. With our treasury management services, we do have um, fraud prevention products and services available for business to add on to, which can um, help them with financial fraud, cyber um, threats, anything to monitor fraud, any transactions that are coming into um, their account. We do offer those services. I wish every business customer should consider that. It is like having an insurance because, you ne- for example, we had a customer who had lost quite a bit of money and not knowing, like, it happened internally in their business. So if they had that fraud um, prevention, fraud detection um, pro- um, service added to their digital banking, they could have caught that prior to them losing all that money. So it's always at the back end. They think about it after the fraud happens. Um and I think it's very important for businesses to look into that where they can monitor what payments are coming out of their account and they have a more control of their money. So instead of you having lost all that money and then having to close the account, reopening account, you have all these direct debits coming out of it, direct payments, you have your payroll set up. That can create a nightmare for a business. Sure. I mean. That's what I look at it. And as a treasury management, those are the kind of conversations I'm having with our business customers, informing them of these um, product and services we have. That almost reminds me of like a car warranty, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you nobody know, wants it until they Nobody need it. ever wants it until you until need, need it. it. Uh, <laughs> and yep. so that's uh, interesting. So I, I do kind of want to flip it on its head here um, and, you know, talk about the piece of, the treasury management services that are, uh, you know, very attractive to, uh, you know, certain types of customers. I would assume, you know, like a nonprofit organization, yes. a lot of times don't have resources mm-hmm. or or the ability mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, to have to have help in those avenues and areas. What, what kind of comments can you make uh, as far as that's concerned? I mean, those are one of the businesses, nonprofit. Um, uh, organizations that we do work with, um, it can just, it helps them um, managing that money. And also, I mean, they're, the money's that's sitting there, they can, um, we manage with the um, putting them in interest earning, like they don't have a need for it at the moment. We can um, diversify that money for them into different type of account where they can earn interest and just because we customize the solutions for every business based on their need. Right. Yeah. So. yeah which is great because mm-hmm. you lead our treasury management department and guess who they get to talk to? You. Uh, you know, which, <laughs> yes. which is which is fantastic. Yes. Um, and, and, and another point I want to make there is that, you know, we hear all the time about how hard it is to move bank accounts. Mm-hmm. All the time. Uh, you know, if you've got a, if you've got, you know, uh, three different accounts set up at a certain bank, and it's specific to businesses mm-hmm. too, smaller businesses, yes. and uh, you know, you're not getting the appropriate service that you feel like you should. Um, and then there's another bank that may offer that, offer a better service. Uh, we hear it, it's just too hard to move. Mm-hmm. It's just too hard to move. Well, can you kind of speak into that, into that process, what that would look like, 
and uh, and how whether that is a true statement or whether it's um, you know that's maybe just a false or, or false narrative. It is a um, true statement. It is very difficult to move bank accounts, and I agree with businesses. But it came from not having that personal banker experience with your um, bank. Where this is where my approach is to lead with having giving them the personal banking side of the um, service, where we will handle, assist with moving those accounts for them. And the trust, building that trust with your customer is very important. They know you're going to be there for them, take care of them. It is a, pro, it is a process um, to move bank accounts, but we're there to help them, assist them with all of their um, moving the accounts, all the any payments they have electronically set up. We will handle that. We will assist them with that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Looking forward, this will be for both of you. Because I, Max, I know you have a big, you know, handle on where our bank is moving with our technology, not only internally but for our customers. I don't know if you'd call it an arms race, <laughs> but looking forward, um, we're going to have a big wave of people our age and younger, and who are just attached to their phones, and ultimately could make a banking decision. Um, based on how good their app works or how bit how well their website works or whatever it might be. Um, for a community bank of our size with a much smaller technology budget than JP Morgan Chase or Bank of America who can integrate with these. How about just a lack of R&D department? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've yeah. got their own R&D departments. I don't even know what I'm trying to ask, but where – how do we <laughs> – how do we uh, – you know, I guess what are the challenges with being a community bank, um, you know, on, on the technology front? And how do we aim to, uh, you know, keep up with some of our competitors who, frankly, have, uh, you know, a little more resources than we do? I know neither well. of you are prepared to answer that. We can <laughs> yeah, get, that's a, have time to... I, I, I'll let you go ter- okay, first. Okay, you want to let me go? Yeah, I'm really eager to hear what you have to say. So. <laughs> I'm going to be know. honest with you. As a community bank, we will never be able to compete with the um, larger, like you said, JP Morgan Chase. We'll never yeah. be able to compete with them on the technology side. I mean, for us to still have the resources to do the digital banking side of it and being there um, for our customers, businesses will still need that person, that personal banker experience. Doesn't matter if we now or 10 years down the road, it's not going to all move to that digital side of it. Yes, on the personal level, like you said, the younger people are going to be, they're glued to their phone. Yeah. Yes. The app, it's great, but on the business side of it, you still will need your bankers. Not everybody feels comfortable to move going on that 100% to the digital platform. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll segue into the fact that I don't think that you will, uh, that you will see the, the person-to-person ever go away yeah. in the banking industry. You know, overall, in the banking industry, obviously, we know there are some digital mm-hmm. banks out there. Uh, but 
largely what I think um, our approach is, is that we want to become trusted advisors. And if you become a trusted advisor, that means you're not referring to a website every time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not referring to a digital application every time. You are meeting them where they're at Mm -hmm. um, with what they need and being able to provide a service uh, both in person and digitally. Exactly. I mean, the digital the mm-hmm. digital component has got to be part of the strategy, but it mm-hmm. can't be the only focus. Um, and you've got to be able to kind of tailor your approach to, you know, a digital capability uh, with personnel support. Yeah. So um, if you can do that well and you can continue to uh, operate well in that sphere, I don't think that any um, – any digital uh, operational capacity will will uh, you know will be will be the end all be all. People yeah. still want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I know it's weird, and it Not feels me. well. <laughs> it feels weird, and and we've got such a unique way of um, of communicating with people today than than mm-hmm. we ever have before. But I think I think if anything we witnessed through COVID was that um, that was challenging for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, you know, to to not be able to talk to people, mm-hmm. to not be able to have some interactions and communications. Um, and if you if you have someone that you trust and someone that you feel has your best interest in mind, um, regardless of what it may be, you will want to have um, a conversation with them um, and get their mm-hmm. their opinion. And a lot of times that doesn't come over, you know. Very well, just through email. Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I Thank you guys for sharing your thoughts and opinions on that. That's a big, um, you know, topic that um, I'm sure a lot of community banks are thinking about right now. Um, if you're somebody listening to this and you think you don't need a banker, I would challenge you to think again. And just flat <laughs> wrong. Think again. And if you're still like... Soldier Boy told us that last week. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And if you're still like, no, I really don't think I need a banker, you will. <laughs> yes. There will come a time in your life, whether you never own a small business or, you know, it, you know, you think your banking relationship is super simple, you will need a trusted advisor, like Max mm-hmm. said, so... Well, one of the things that that I would mention about a cash management or treasury management department is that specific to a lot of um, folks, you know, in the younger demographic, your millennials, Gen Zers, and that kind of stuff. What what I think you see, and we've talked about this a couple of times, is is those folks having kind of multiple revenue streams, uh, whether that be real estate investing, whether that be, mm-hmm. you know. Numerous different things outside of a of an eight to five yeah. job, mm-hmm. right? And you know, a lot of them are setting up an entity for that, and they're going to need they're going to need some some cash management options to exactly. help them manage their business. Yes, and you know, being able to reach out to a bank that you already have a relationship with uh, could be a major component right. there. Yeah, to kind of go against the narrative that yeah. the TikTokers were saying last week <laughs> yeah. on our episode, uh, banks are here to help. Believe it or not, we're not we're not bad guys. So, no, um, no. Just to even to add, like Max said, you're always going to need a banker. Meaning, a lot of um, those TikTok or having the extra revenue um, side hustles, people. But it's like the fraud side of it. How much are they protected against fraud? Yeah. Like you can say, I have a spyware on my computer or I have all these, but 
really, honestly, how much are you protecting your money on your bank account? Because all of the email fraud, like spam emails we get, you click on a link or request to send money. I mean, you're going to have like these services, these, this information need to be shared yeah. with our customers. And we're the ones who are going to share that with them. If we're not telling them, meaning somebody else is definitely. Yeah. And the bad news is the frauders are only going to get stronger. If, yes. And smarter <laughs> and better. Yeah. That's right. Especially with so AI. Protect yourself. <laughs> are we even really here? Yeah. Yeah. So did you like Pennsylvania better than Arkansas? I mean, yes. I enjoyed parts, certain parts of Pennsylvania, but I've been here 10 years now. I seem, it seems like this has become kind of home now. Yeah. It's Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers or Philadelphia Eagles? Philadelphia Eagles. Fly <laughs> Eagles. Isn't that the thing? Yeah, it's been a rough, rough end of the season yeah. for both those teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been up there. Yeah, it's pretty. Should I go? Were, were you? Is it? Aren't so, those uh, on opposite ends? Yes, Pittsburgh was six hours away from we were. Um, That's crazy. We were thirty minutes from Hershey, ah. um, Harrisburg area. So we were, you know, the Yingling Brewery. I, I was don't the, know that, it, but yeah, I okay. Can, you know the beer. I Yingling. do. <laughs> so the brewery was the town Pottsville. That's where um, we lived in that okay. town. So did it smell like beer everywhere? Beer and Something, chocolate. I don't even beer remember and, not, chocolate. <laughs> beer and, and chocolate. chocolate. The Wonka factory, the Yingling <laughs> factory, right next Crayola door. Crayola factory was in Easton, which was like okay. our way where they made crowns. And you <laughs> yeah, not so enjoyable. Yeah, I was to about to say that that smell doesn't <laughs> no. sound super appetizing. Yeah. You ever eaten a crayon? Uh, probably inadvertently. <laughs> inadvertently, yeah. You're fooled to think it was, yeah. Uh, my daughter just <laughs> she, she tried just, her first she crayon. Just t- tried her first crayon. Good for her. Last week, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you know what flavor? Yeah, I think it was grape. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go up there. Yeah, sounds like fun. A lot of See, factories. Yeah, and no, it is. It's just a traveling like a hub like you can dri- take a drive two hours be in new york city you can yeah, take a train awesome. you can be near philly 45 minutes away yeah and you can go to we have driven to canada like seven six seven hour drive you're in canada yeah, <laughs> niagara falls luke's not allowed in canada so that's <laughs> not good. anymore yeah not anymore <laughs> not after what happened last time that's right? right yeah you feel like you're tougher because you're from pennsylvania i feel like those are t- like I'm tough, tough people nah no nah. No, I don't see. I feel like they wear that <laughs> reputation. Like Philly's just tough. Pittsburgh's a tough city, you yeah. know. Go for Sylvester Stallone. That's Rocky. right. That's right. <laughs> well, we were in Philly just uh, um, in August last year. We took the boys to the Philadelphia Art Museum. Cool. Where the, uh, Rocky movies were made. Yeah, like, he yeah, ran yeah. up the, the stairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. they did they run the stairs? They didn't run it. <laughs> a lot <laughs> of people too, were running. Were they? They're teenagers, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So they're too. It was too cool for them to do yeah. that. Yeah. You're like a 17 year old and a 13 year old. <laughs> they didn't bring their gloves or anything. I feel like that that's more steps than I would want to run. Yeah. It looks like it's a lot of steps. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
anyways. Well, Tara, thanks so much for joining us and uh, kind of giving us some insight in treasury management and what you do and the amazing person that you are. So we appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating and drop a review. Follow us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. We will catch you next time.